Hi, football fans. Mark Steven here. This is the latest edition of the White Horse Rides. Please subscribe, share, or leave a comment. If this is your first time listening, thank you and welcome aboard. I'm Mark Steven, the broadcast voice of the Calgary Stampeders, and this is a CFL football podcast with interviews you can't get anywhere else. It does have a distinct Calgary Stampeder flavor. Listen, we just got back from the spectacular Kananaskis Resort and the CFL Winter Meetings. For those of you who live in and around Calgary, we're lucky to have such a spectacular location right beside us, but too many of us in Calgary kind of take it for granted, and yes, I am guilty. For those of you outside Calgary, this is a world-renowned tourist destination. But enough advertising and sightseeing. It's football you came here for. All general managers and team presidents were at the meetings, but we spoke to a couple, obviously Dave Dickinson first up, a chance to catch up with him after a week of offensive line news. Your offensive line, let's uh, go through the guy you signed and the guy you lost. Zach Williams uh, signing him. My observation is this guy would have been in high demand if you didn't re-up him. Just uh, your thoughts on getting him redone and the progress he's making. Yeah, we are excited to get Zach back. Um, you know, I do think Zach's a player that still has a lot of room to improve, but he's really taken the steps, and he's been a big part of our success. He's strong, and, and I do think he'll be better with Sean in there. Those guys communicate well. Um, so we're very happy to get Zach back. His passport doesn't hurt either. Uh, it's hard to find the Canadians that, uh, uh, and in my opinion, are up there with the best guys in the league. So losing Julian on the other side, you know, uh, good for him. Uh, he's been in Philly. Uh, so I think uh, ultimately he'll get a good look. Uh, we wish him the best. I've been in touch with him. Uh, let him do his thing. And if it doesn't work out, you know, we'll be happy to, to, to have him back. But we really wish him the best, and we'll see what happens. Uh, if he stays there, do you have the replacement in-house, or do you have to go searching for him? Well, we've got some guys under contract. You know, we also uh, we were in talks with Derek Dennis, but it didn't go very far. So, um, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's one of these things right now. Not a ton of urgency on free agency. Obviously, as a club, we'd love to sign the guys we want at the prices we want. That just doesn't happen on a consistent basis. So, we're working hard at it. I know. Uh, you know, we really haven't taken much time off. Uh, we'd like to think that offensive line was a key to our success and uh, and get the guys in place to have another good year. They were a month out of free agency. This is your first uh, swing at free agency here. The organization has generally stayed away from the big splashy signings, uh, preferring to sort of fill niches. Is that going to be your approach heading into free agency as well? Well, we got to see who, who wants to sign back. I mean, the thing is, is most of the time we've been able to keep a good chunk of our talent. Yeah, we've lost some, especially to Toronto, but uh, we've definitely, uh, we do feel like uh, we'd like to, uh, I guess, get the guys back that we know and guys we hope that we've helped uh, basically put them in positions to succeed. Let's sign those guys back if we can. But if we can't, we got to go looking elsewhere. And uh, it's one of those things I feel like Calgary is a very uh, a place that people want to play and want to be. Um, and I do feel like we've got a good young team. So I'm hoping our guys want to be back and be part of it. Mentioned it not going well, Derek Dennis. Uh, Kamar Jordan, is there any update on uh, where he stands? Another long-serving veteran, I guess, outside of Rennie Perrette, is now the longest-serving Stampeder. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, I don't want to get too into the specifics. He kind of hurt feelings that way, but I know Kamar has been around and been working out, and, uh, you know, there are certainly a bunch of guys that we know are going to be free agents, but unfortunately, we kind of have to kind of focus on a few and see if we can get them done, and if we can, then we move forward and get some other guys done. If we can and it opens up some some positions some, and money for other people. Just in the most general sense, are, have you there we are, Have you uh, sort of identified your list 
uh, you know, where the money's going to go, but where your first approaches are, and then if it's not going anywhere, you have to sort of pivot? Yeah, I think the middle of this month's important. I think, uh, you know, you kind of open it up to everybody. And in the middle of this month, though, you kind of got to see what you've got. And um, it gets a little bit more urgent, obviously, towards the back half of January. Free agent window opens up there right at the, the beginning of February where everybody can talk to everybody. We kind of need to know what's going on. And I think the middle of January is a time where you can kind of uh, I take a step back and see, are we at close with these people at all? Are we going to do we think we have a chance with these guys? Uh, can we close that gap? Can we get him signed? One guy I want to talk about is kind of fallen off the radar, but he was a draft pick a couple years ago, injured at the, I think it was the first quarter of the first preseason game. Anderson at Spalding, a defensive lineman. Uh, do you have any uh, progress report on him? Well, I mean, it's been a tough go for Andrew, even though we, we drafted him fairly late and thought we got a steal, to be honest. He was the, the lineman of the year in, in, in college, uh, defensive lineman of the year, and I thought he's shown well when he's been out there, but uh, Andrew is a guy that I think I really like being around. He's smart, he works hard, and he's had bad luck health-wise. Um, so, yeah, we've been in touch, but we also we understand he's had two massive injuries with us, uh, you know, a season-ending, catastrophic type of injuries uh we'd love to have him back he's on our board uh, we like our defensive tackles uh with wiggo and, and drafting uh Ram last year now if andrew could get into the mix that'd make us that much better but we're just kind of in a wait and see mode just the meetings here uh, what do you want out of them is just a chance to gather discuss rules in a less pressure-packed situation without the game staring you over the shoulder there I like that it's a little earlier this year. I think you can get a little bit more done early, and then if you are going to implement some different changes or anything, you got time to think about it. But I thought we did a good job uh, last year. I think some of the rules we put in worked. Uh, I thought the league and the product on the field has been excellent. So that's really not really up to me. It's like the fans. Did the fans enjoy the product? Did the fans come to the game? Do they think they're getting uh, their money's worth? I, I believe they are, and I think uh, we did some good things. Let's build on it. So a lot to unpack there with Dickinson, particularly the Derek Dennis situation. I'm not sure where this goes. Now, Dave today didn't sound wildly enthusiastic. Derek, though, turned around and went online and said how much he loves Calgary. Right now, I wouldn't be too worried about the back and forth, but I got to say this in a couple of weeks. Both sides have to put their cards on the table. Dennis is a valuable player, but coming off a serious injury. Do the Stampeders have the budget for him? It's a stalemate right now. Meanwhile, plenty of speculation and interest on the status of Bo Levi Mitchell. You might expect the quarterback is certainly one of the marquee players in the league, and Hamilton has his rights. So I had a one-on-one -on -one with Orlando Steinauer of the Cats, and here's the obvious questions. What's up with Bo Levi Mitchell? Yeah, I would just say the most honest and authentic answer is it's just ongoing, ongoing communication. And, you know, our stance hasn't changed, and uh, we're, we're working to get uh, a deal done. Are you making the progress you want? Uh, because, uh, you know, free agency does loom, and uh, should he hit the market, uh, I'm sure he'll be in demand. Yeah, we knew that when we made the trade. You know, there's, there's no guarantees of anything. Um, we knew that this wasn't going to be, um, you know, it probably likely wasn't. You're not just dealing with Bo. You're dealing with the business side, and you're dealing with the agent, and um, and that's why it's called negotiation. And sometimes they go clean. And when you're talking about a franchise quarterback, usually there's a little bit more time to it. So, um, you know, obviously I keep the negotiations and whatnot uh, amongst ourselves, and with respect to Bo and ourselves, and obviously uh, you know his agent and representation. So um, the goal still remains the same: to find a way to get him under contract. In the most general sense, how receptive has he been? 
into your discussions in your talks. Yeah, and, and you know, with all due respect uh, to you, I, I just won't comment on that. And that's the most honest answer. That's just be disrespectful to, to Bo and the, and the process and, and to, uh, you know, us trying to get something done. Well, I get asked about signing Bo a lot. You get asked a lot in Hamilton with uh, your fan base. Yeah, absolutely. They, they want to know what direction we're heading. And, um, you know, these are tough decisions that, that need to be made. The, the reality is we have a, a quarterback that we believed in under contract. Um, you know, we've also, you know, by acquiring his rights, have said that we're, we're willing to possibly uh, make a change there. But at the end of the day, um, we have a guy that can get the job done that's, that's under contract. And, um, you know, we're just kind of these are situations that come up that you don't always anticipate. And, and when they do, they're always tough because there's uh, emotions and people involved. This meeting here, just in the most general sense, I mean, you can shake hands with uh, Chris Jones today, six months from today, maybe not quite the same, but just how beneficial is this to discuss rules and discuss things in a setting where you don't have next week's game staring you over the shoulder? I think it's extremely important. I think it's one time that we're actually all on the same team. Um, we all have the same goal, and that's to, to be better. You know, even, you know, you guys are accessible and we're, we're in these situations. So I, I think it's extremely important. You know, I believe in a transformational environment where, you know, it doesn't mean everybody's idea gets used. It just means that they are heard, though. So um, I really enjoy it, and I think, uh, I think it's important for the growth of not just individual organizations but for the CFL in general. Yeah, because there were some rule changes that came in last year, the kickoffs and that. Uh, you know, this is kind of the lab. And I thought they really worked on most of the changes last year. It enhanced the offense without turning it into a bit of a track show. Yeah, and I think each person would have their own opinion on it, but you're not going to be able to appease everybody. Um, but, you know, at the at the core of it, we, we wanted to become better and not stay the same and not be so radical um, in, in, in some of our changes. But I think that, uh, you know, at least analytically and statistically, it's shown that there, there was some improvement there. But again, you're never going to, like I said, appease everybody. You know, some people are going to say, well, it wasn't enough. And some are going to say it was too much. And they want to know the why. But you, you, you got to go with the majority. And I think that we were tasked with making the game better and listening to the fans and and coming together with some better options, and I think we did that. That's Orlando Steinauer of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Me, I think he ends up a cat. They haven't won the cup in 24 years. In fact, their last Grey Cup win was 1999 against the Stampeders. The Grey Cup game is in Hamilton this year. I think there'll be a lot of pressure for the cats to sign Mitchell. I think he'll find that very attractive, but this is going to be fascinating to watch. Listen, that's the White Horse Rides. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, or like. I'm Mark Steven as the White Horse Rides.